Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It's time for your TNA Impact post show. I am at Joel Pearl. It's February 1st, 2024. A new month. Cresta Star is here. We're ready. We're going. We're on the road to no surrender. It's in like three weeks, but we're going to be here for that and a plethora of other TNA stuff. How you doing, Cresta Star? I'm doing fantabulous. I am like PCO. I am dead, but I am alive. How are you, Joel? contractually obligated much like pco to be alive and excited and here for it honestly what's that what was that football person i'm only here so i don't get fired <laughs> it's basketball <laughs> i don't know I, i'm not a sports person it's all the sports i get it uh, you know what that's a jeremy lambert question for me i don't know and i don't know either <laughs> That McAvee once said, I don't know shit about you know what. So not important. Uh, what is important is you leave a thumbs up on the video. And of course, subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash Fightful. The Fightful Awards just happened on Wednesday. Go and check that out if you haven't yet. A lot of winners from across the entire wrestling world. Not just AEW, not just WWE, but also the independents. And that's pretty damn cool. Uh, and, and everywhere around. So go check that out. Denise and Sean did a wonderful job. And Kate, who just did the ROH post show, got a lot of the uh, sponsorships handled for that. So thank you very much for that. And of course, we'll talk about FIFAselect.com a little bit later in the show because that's what we do. Cresta, Impact, tonight. How do we feel? Good show? I overall, if I had to give it on the um the scale of Cresta, I would give it 4.9. I thought it was a good show. I was sports entertained. I was sat. There's uh I'll wait to get to my complaint, but I have a complaint and that's it. A wow. singular you're complaint. Gonna, you're gonna complain tonight. That's that's the big moment. That's I, this is my moment, and I'm gonna have it. 
<laughs> I'm excited for that. We open up the show, but I'll, I'll tell you now, I, I actually, I enjoyed the show. thought it was well-paced. Uh, I had read the spoilers because I do that. I like to keep up with what's mm -hmm. going on so I can kind of think about and ruminate on where they might be going. Obviously, I don't know everything, but you know, knowing the match outcomes give me a little bit of a leg up going into shows like this. We open up the night with Nick Nemeth taking on Trey Miguel. This is a solid match. This is what you kind of expect. Nick Nemeth is starting to grow on me as a as Nick Nemeth and not just as Dolph uh -huh. Ziggler. A few things that he that he does are still there. His Dolph Ziggler, because that's just his training. He's he's he, sometimes he just can't change that after a while. But a solid match. One, I'm gonna get to the one nitpicky thing post production. One thing, stop cutting on every single elbow drop Nemeth does when he does those repeated quick elbow drops. They just kept cutting and then cutting and then cut and then cut and stuff like that just just drives me insane. Please stop that. Other than that, the match was really good. I love watching uh, Wentz get ejected, screaming like a psycho in a corn shirt. Stuff like that was good stuff. Uh, quick draw super kick from Nick Nemeth gets the win over Trey Miguel. What do you think of the match? I am in this moment don't have that problem that you have about Nick Nemeth. I when I started watching wrestling, Dolph Ziggler was here, then he wasn't, then he's here. So to me, this is still a brand new guy. Like, if anything, I just miss him coming out with Bobby Roode, but that don't, that's not going to happen. It was a good match. It's nice to see Trey Miguel back doing single stuff. He's always been a good singles competitor. He was the exhibition champion for quite some time. Um, I think, ultimately, I knew what the outcome was going to be. I'm glad we got there the way that we did. Zachary Wentz cheating makes sense. I mean, honestly, he cheated within the first five seconds. <laughs> and, you know... You say that there are a few constants in TNA, like Luchador's losing. The Rascals cheating is one of them. It is, but that's what, they, that's what you do when you're a heel. And we'll talk about that in the main event. That was very, mm -hmm. very well done tonight. Uh, there's one spot at the beginning or early in the match where Nemeth hits a midair dropkick as Trey Miguel's going for a cross body. And I really like that was well-placed, well-planned. It was just solid stuff. Again, a good match, what you'd expect from Nemeth as he's climbing up the ranks in TNA. And, of course, as he's celebrating up the stage, he gets attacked by Steve Macklin. Yeah, Macklin, arch nemesis. They're, they're, I'm, I'll come around on Macklin a little bit, especially with this new pairing. Macklin and the Rascals are now seemingly best buddies they like what they're doing Wentz and Trey Miguel lay out Nemeth with a double super kick they hand him over to Macklin who hits a KIA on Nick Nemeth this was a good beat down a good solid uh, moment for Steve Macklin and now the two of them uh, sorry three of them Macklin and the Rascals are together and they seem to be happy about that my only questions are what is Macklin's favorite strain if you know, you know. And will we be seeing Steve Macklin in the treehouse? Please, for the love of God, please. I've been praying. I've been praying for the return of the treehouse. Please put Macklin in the treehouse. Please do it. I swear to God, please do it. I do like Macklin with the Rascals because I think it'll give Macklin a a softer edge to an extent because he's very much like a Ted Hutch soldier, whatever it is. So I think him with the Rascals are just like little myth. I don't want to say miscreants. That's not mischief makers is the word I'm looking for. This guy's a soldier. He's here to kill like them hoisting him up and just taking orders. 
it reminded me of like Hercules when uh, the devil had the two little imps and those are the rascals. <laughs> like seriously, I, I think it's a good pairing. If they go to the treehouse, I feel like at some point Rob Van Dam got to show up or else I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Listen, Rob's around. You could do it. I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, let's, go, let's go backstage real quick. Macklin says the mask, the rascals work for him. Uh, not literally work for him, but the teaming of with the rascals that works for him. He's happy to do it. They run into speedball Mike Bailey, who's just walking around backstage barefoot as one does. And then they do the, hey, clean this up, bumping into you bullies in the school hall. And then speedball just gets in everyone's face. And I like this. I've been wanting some sort of not just smiley happy speedball which is what we typically see Mm -hmm. i wanted some more dimension i wanted some more anger he has a background he has a history with the rascals so for speedball to get in both their faces before being dragged off by macklin that was good stuff what do you think of this backstager just kind of setting up macklin the rascals and speedball Kenny King is at home. Like I told you guys, look at this guy. I told, I, oh my God, nobody listened to me. Um, also don't walk around barefoot backstage. That's how you get ringworm. I don't suggest that. Uh, lastly, it's, I, why are we picking on speedball? I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I think speedball is going to have, this is going to be a great match, but why are we picking on speedball? Speedball just wants to wrestle, man. Why, why are we picking on speedball? You guys are bullies. Well, here's what I'm thinking. We're going to need a third because inevitably we're going to do some sort of six-man tag, right? Speedball, Nick Nemeth, and who? That's the question. Who teams up with Nemeth and Shelly? Or sorry, Nemeth and Speedball. Shelly's later on. He's doing a he's doing a title thing. I mean, I I don't know for some reason. I'm like, when when in doubt, throw Rhino in there. So, but I we saw Rhino later on tonight, so I don't know. Joe Hendry. I mean. I wouldn't hate it. It, it would kind of make sense. But Joe Hendry's now in a beef with AJ Francis, but it's kind of a one-sided beef because nobody wants to beef with AJ Francis. Apparently not. You know what? Tell us in the comments. And also, I think it's Kazuchika Okada. That's who it is. TNA signing Kazuchika Okada. That's what's going to happen. And they're going to team up <laughs> six-man tags. Only That's the only thing Okada's going to do is just six-man tags for his entire TNA run. Let Okada surf and do six-man tags. Period. 21. Let's go. Design is backstage. Diener starts talking, then Khan interrupts and is like, nah, bro, design's dead. And Diener's like, what'd you say? <laughs> and they break it, and they're just like, nah, it's been the same old bullshit. And they just stare each other in the eyes, and Khan's like, I'm just going to show the world who the baddest man in DNA is. And Diener's like, uh, this, the one thing I do like about this, Diener now has to control his monster, because this was something that Eric Young did with Diener. Now, of course, Diener wasn't a monster, but he was the monster that was being groomed by EY during the Violent by Design days. So I like that there's a little pinch in the story where Diener's like, oh, shoot, I'm not the leader I'm supposed to be. And I got this guy who's much bigger than me, much nastier than me. I brought him here. I have to control my monster. I like that this is going to lead to Khan and Diener down the line. What do you think of this? We'll talk more about it when there's an actual match in the promo, but uh, this setup, what do you think? Khan said everything we were all thinking. The design has been dead. Yeah, like, if you think about just track record alone, your last couple of matches as a design, you all lost. And it was kind of sad. You needed to do something against Eric Young. You didn't do that. And Khan was like, you're trying to force something that doesn't fit. Violent by design didn't work. The design didn't work. Having the guys in yellow didn't work. So maybe it's you. 
maybe you need to start taking some onus, Dina, and I like that. I can't wait to see what Khan does. I mean, we do see what Khan does later on, but I think he said we were what we were all thinking. It's been dead. Kind of like with the Rosemary um, Jessica Havoc situation. That has to be the explanation because it's not working. So knock it off. Well, let's just go right ahead. Diener goes out to the ring and he admits that the design is dead. Mm-hmm. Says it might even be his fault. He said he thought violent, when Violent by Design died, he could resurrect it, make it something more beautiful, but he was wrong. He starts making allusions to things dying and never coming back. And so they come out and PCO is resurrected and brought back to life for the 287th time. Because again, PCO is contractually obligated to be resurrected every single time he makes an appearance in Impact. Sorry, TNA Wrestling. PCO versus Diener is a quick match. PCO wins with the PCO Salt. The important thing is the post-match. Khan comes in, attacks PCO, beats up Diener, fake breaks his neck a la, uh, who was that? Uh, thinking of Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor at SummerSlam 19. And then PCO gets a skull slam and an iron claw suffocation from Khan. Uh, this happened. PCO is dead again, and I'm sure to be resurrected for the 288th time next week. How can you kill something that has no life? You know what I mean? Like, if it, if it doesn't die, how can you kill it? Yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add to it. I just think that Diener and Khan is a fun one-on-one match, and that's all I need to see it for. I like this push for Khan. I like that he took out Diener. He's nobody's friend. I like that he took out um, PCO as well. Uh, him versus PCO. I do like that they're making PCO a big deal. He's the first signing of Impact. But if he's going to do it, he has to, like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it besides, like, Khan's got to win at that point if we're going to push him as the monster. Yeah. No, I agree with you completely. Uh, by the way, going back to our last chat about uh, Speedball and, and Nick Nemeth needing somebody, we also forgot that Speedball has a tag team partner. <laughs> He's, he lives on the mountain and has a big mustache. Oh, the one that got some mustache mountain. Jake something. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot about Trent Seven's existence because he didn't make the Vegas trip. That's true. That's true. That's true. Trent Seven was not the person I was thinking of at all. Jake something was your guy. No, Jake something and Speedball, they team in DPW. Bring, run it back. Run it back. <laughs> Cross those lines, baby. Uh, Mila Moore and Savannah Thorne get crushed by Decay. MK Ultra is watching the match backstage. They want their tag titles back. I love there's a moment where Mila Moore refuses to tag in because she doesn't want any. <laughs> a quick win for Decay if you want to add anything to that. I wouldn't tag in against Havoc either. I don't judge you, sis. <laughs> Yeah, just get him in, get him out. MK Ultra is with Gia Miller backstage. Uh, they're like, no thoughts, just rematches, no surrender. We want the tag titles. Danny Luna and, jo- and Jody Threat show up. They want revenge for what MK Ultra did to them last week. Uh, they set up Jody Threat versus Masha Slamovich. Let's just get right to that match. It's a good, solid match. Everyone looks good in this match. Uh, I do like that uh, Jody Threat comes out hot. It's, mm-hmm. And then Slamovich gets that cartwheel kick right out of the corner, takes over. Eventually, Kelly and Luna get involved on the outside. They distract Jody Thread enough that Masha hits the snowplow, gets the win. Masha and, uh, well, MK Ultra are really going after those tag titles. But Jody Thread and Danny Luna get some reps as well. What do you think of that match? Again, kind of like with Trey Miguel earlier, it's nice to see Masha in a singles because sometimes you forget that she's really good. Jody Threat bumped around that match. She she did it. She busted her butt in the beginning, but that that second half of that match, Masha, those lariats, they at some point I would be upset. 
that I have to wrestle Masha Samovich. That's all I have to say. <laughs> nope, I get it. And by the way, don't forget to uh, get in your Humper Chats and your Super Chats talk about this show. Did we do the Humper Chats bit or did I forget? We did not. We forgot, but it's okay. It's late at night. We're here. We're your late night crew for wrestling. Snuggle up close. Humperchats.com. Let us read your chats. Any dollar amount. We're happy. You're happy. Humperchats.com. Type it in. Are we old? It's 1040 and we think this is the late shift. I'm not going to hold you. If you've been up early, everything feels like the late shift. And I know for a fact that both of us were. (laughs) That's fair. Listen, the sound check. Let's talk about that. Josh says he's worked for everything he's gotten. Alan Angels is being a smarmy jerk. He's just saying you never acknowledged him. I influenced your career. Calls Josh ungrateful. Says he's a bad influence on his son. And then Josh is like, nah, 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 nah. Screw this. And this is my favorite moment. This is the ultimate, like, uh, why am I here? <laughs> and then it's Honestly, like, it's, it's mom telling you to play along with your little brother's new game. <laughs> I mean, you bald brothers, you guys should be getting along. Like, we, we're, we're kindred bald spirits. Why are you this way? They're the same person. Big bro, little bro. Literally. I'm not going to hold you. I wrote, this is terrible. <laughs> But as it went on, I was like, oh, this is camp. This is comedy. At first, I thought this was real terrible. But no, I, I see the vision. I thought that this was the way it was going to go. So when it started off serious, I was like, I don't want this. But then when it started to get really smart, he's like, you're not recognizing the person who influenced your career. Alan, Alan Angels, come come to the front. Alan Angels, what was that? <laughs> it was strange. It was surreal. I don't know what they thought they were doing. But uh, it turned down the backlights on the, the, the for the, the sets. But it was it was cute, and it was camp, like you said. I want to see Angels do more of this smarmy asshole thing because mm-hmm. because remember he became a smarmy jerk when he started kicking people in the dick or punching people in the dick during Ultimate X a few months ago. So uh, mm-hmm. I want to see it, but also just Josh and, and Alan Angels. It it's not the the feud. I think that we'll see Alexander go off and fight fight some other people instead mm-hmm. and angels might just represent others or just like be meddling i could see him being just like a meddler like well i want to interview and this is ridiculous like yo alan angels almost going to your show bro your show someone, is in the closet stop it someone someone in the chat mentioning the idea of a crash holly and hardcore holly <laughs> i would love to see this just for this i want to see josh alexander and alan angels in a tag team Mm-hmm. And they, they fight over what last name they should use. Because Alan's like, I don't want to be Alan Alexander. I want to be Alan Angels. And Josh is like, I don't want to be Josh Angels. That sounds dumb. And they just, they have no way. <laughs> I mean, I just think Josh Alexander's going to be like, why am I arguing? He's going to just put him in a C-force bike and send him on his way. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Oh, Brian Myers and Kevin Knight have a match. Kevin Knight continues to shine. Every time they put him in a singles match in TNA, and I really love it. He's got he's got the hops, man. If you've never seen Kevin yeah. Knight perform, you got to go out of your way. He's got a super kick into the jumping DDT, and that's a rope break near fall on Brian Myers. Myers, of course, being the veteran, he knows where to kick the ropes, get a low blow on Knight, and then gets a near fall with an implant DDT. Eventually, Myers wins with the roster cut, but really the post-match is what you want. Out come the Edwards, is, 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 and they threaten to beat up Kevin Knight until Kushina makes the save. So the system are being lined up against uh, Time Machine, or yeah, Time Machine, all three of them. So it's 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 pretty good stuff. What do you think of Knight and Myers and the setup for Time Machine? To quote 
very, very loosely, Raywalt. What is this intergalactic jacket time machine? <laughs> it's like there's a million combinations of these guys. There I is. don't hate it. I don't hate it, but that was pretty funny. Also, I thought it was funny when Kevin Knight came out in his post match in his pre-match promo was like, I have people in my corner too. Then why'd you come out alone? The design didn't they went to the back after the while, but I'm like, the design didn't come out alone. Why would you come out alone? The match itself was good. Kevin Knight, like this. I feel like his second runner since he's come back has just been phenomenal. He was selling this match, selling. And even last week, he looks he looks good. He looks great. He looks great. I'm looking forward to when Kevin Knight starts moving away. Oh, he, he'll always have Kushida, but when he mm. starts getting coached by Kushida as a single star. So Kushida's in his corner, but Knight continues to do singles work because every time, like I said, every time he does it, he continues to represent. He does a real good job. Uh, he's he's a young dude that should be sticking around TNA when he's when he's done with New Japan stuff. Yeah, yeah. I could see him doing good things, especially like I could see him as X Division champion easily, easily. Yeah, it'd be good stuff. Jim Miller is backstage, by the way, with Chris Saban talking about X Division fun and enlightenment. And anyway, Saban says he's a fighting champ, and all of a sudden now it comes Ali. They make mention of the Ali X Factor promo, or X. Yeah, he calls himself the X Factor. I'm totally twisting my words. That's great. Ali cuts a promo, says the change is coming. He's doing that. That's where he's what he's doing everywhere across the independence. Uh, excited to see Ali come into TNA. It looks like that's happening sooner than later. Hotch and Skyler walk in. We haven't seen the good hands in a little while. And they're like, that was really good. That was a great promo. They should run this again. They should they put over Ali. And then Saban's like, yeah, well, you know what, Skyler? You, you, we're gonna face each other next week. And Skyler's like, uh shit. <laughs> I like the good hands getting an opportunity with Chris Saban and I'm excited for Ali going after the X division championship. What did you think of Ali? What do you think of Hodgson Skyler? Give me your thoughts on the promo and what's coming up inevitably in the X division. I got to tell you Ali versus Chris Saban wrestling. Yeah. And I got to say also, I feel like, Kate, when you mentioned a Sack Sabre Jr. match, because I didn't think I knew I wanted that. That match is going to be so good. This presidential gimmick, I this is peak. This is this is peak. 2024 is the year of Delulu is the Salulu. And this is very Delulu. I love this. I love this. The good hands talking themselves into an ass whooping. Nice to see you guys back. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Hotch and Skyler be complete dorks on on that my TV again. Yes, very that. That's what I'm here for. I'm also here for y'all to uh, subscribe to us here at FiveFullSelect.com. The best five bucks in the business. How do you like that awful segue? Ask Rhapsody happened today. That was good stuff. You want big news on Mercedes Monet and her expected AEW signing debut whatever you want to call it where she's heading it's aw okay you want notes on kuzichka okada and of course him signing with tna as we <laughs> i almost said it without laughing okada updates over on fightfulselect.com the best five bucks in the business we have plenty of scoops all the time going on that's where you get your rundowns for raw and smackdown other aw news we got the weekender podcast with steven jensen who joins us after the big pay-per-views for tna he does a weekly podcast uh, talking about the independence and what you saw over the weekend. List goes on with Jimmy and Sean and tons of other content. It's over on FIFOSelect.com, the best five bucks in the business. And if you get that, then you will be a very good hand. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. I picked it up. I got it better, didn't I? It yeah. did get better. I'm sorry. My grandma's been blowing up my phone. I had to like quickly tell her, Grandma, I love you. But I'm talking about men throwing men. <laughs> talking about men and men when men were men. Uh, men and men. <laughs> Frankie Kazarian. Okay. I, I have a feeling that I just found Cresta's favorite segment of the night that she wanted to talk about. Is this it? Nah, 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 nah. It's that ash by no. elegance. I'm trying to give. Oh peace no, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. I'm trying Kazarian. to give peace a chance, but I don't know how much peace I got left in me. You'll be okay next week, I promise. Kazarian's out, and he's like, "Why did I betray Eric Young? Well, let me give you a 15 minute soliloquy as to why I did it." Says he saved his company. I chose to be here. I brought TNA back to life. That video at Bound for Glory, I was literally going through the water, bringing out TNA for, anyway. He says he's given to the industry for over 25 years, more than anyone could ever imagine. Now he's going to take, take what's his, take what he earned, and take what's right. He says he's been overlooked, underappreciated, and he has no desire to be a hero to you people. We're doing you people promos in 2024. Eric Young, he says, has been sitting on the throne as a champion while Kazarian was a soldier in the trenches. And so Kazarian wants to be remembered as the face and the king of TNA. And now we all have permission to hate Frankie Kazarian because apparently we didn't have permission before. 
Uh, so here we are. And then as he's going up the side of the stage, I love it. They're showing Eric Young is watching from the back, looking out just like Macklin used to do to uh, Josh Alexander last year. So there's some good stuff here. Allusions to Kings makes me think we have a special match coming up in the next little while. What would you think of this Frankie Kazarian promo and uh, EY off to the side? He had said a line. And I don't know where it's from. He said, I was a decent man during indecent times. And I'm like, okay. There was a lot of truth to what Frankie Kazarian said. Last year, they did a whole becoming Frankie Kazarian thing where they talked about him going to AEW, talked about him betting on himself, and that if he didn't win the Impact Championship off of Josh Alexander, he didn't see what the point was. So there was a lot of truth to it. But when he said, y'all have permission to hate me, I had to agree with the crowd. Please shut up. <laughs> Very that. I'm not going to tell you to shut the F up because this is good heel work. But please shut up. Whose upset uncle is this? I can understand because, again, there's a lot of truth to what he said. I bet on myself. I put all this stuff. And I'm always losing. Why am I losing? I'm, I'm dependable. And it's sometimes some people get tired of hearing that, especially wrestling. So people like him, Saban. Shelly, uh, 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 even if Amazing Red was in a situation like this, there are people whose imprints are all over the industry. And I would say Frankie Kazarian has, has, a, has a strong claim to make as well, especially along with Christopher Daniels. So I understand where he's coming from. But also, you are an upset uncle. We get it. All right. All right, you, did you did you did you forget your insurer today, Uncle? I liked it. I had a good time. I I love a good heel promo, and to me, this is a good heel promo. <laughs> it's fine. It's serviceable. It's a very traditional paint by numbers heel promo. I'm I I want them to do King of the Mountain at Slammiversary. Have Frankie Kazarian. I don't know if I want him to win because usually King of the Mountain is for the the, the championship, is for the TNA title. And no, I'm not saying reintroduce the King of the Mountain championship. I do not want that. But I don't know if I want to see Frankie Kazarian be the TNA champion in 2024 unless it's a quick one and whoever wins Ultimate X. And basically, load up Slammiversary is like the most gimmicky mm -hmm. show you can and then end it with Frankie Kazarian maybe winning King of the Mountain, being the champion, and then whoever wins Ultimate X cashing in and beating him immediately. Beat him off the throne. I could see works. that. But also, I could also see Frankie Kazarian not even winning at all. Because to touch on the end of that segment, like you said, with Eric Young just being a creep looking at this man from the shadows, you think you're going to win. But I'm going to tie your shoelaces together before you even get to the end of the ramp. You know, I'm I'm creep. I'm, I'm in your car. I'm kidnapping you. <laughs> man, Eric Young kidnapped Diener for weeks, bro, and brainwashed him. Frankie Kazarian, that's, that's, this is not what you want. This man, he got stabbed and came back to life. Eric Young is crazy. This is this is not what you want. You go and tan. Eric Young is just crazy. I, I don't know how to tell you that. It's SoCal versus, well, now he's in Nashville. But small town Canada, it just doesn't work. Uh, Dobby the Brain Heenan sent a super chat earlier, by the way, saying, can't watch live tonight, but loved Impact. Enjoyed the pace, some new angles, great matches. No surrender looks stacked already. Ali versus Saban hose me down and it was a good show and this was something you and i talked about i said when they hit orlando and they do those tapings which this was the first night in orlando mm -hmm. uh they're going to have 
much more storytelling than whatever they did in Vegas. Vegas was like, hey, look at us. We had a great pay-per-view. Let's have some good matches and we'll set up a couple things. But now we're into the meat. Now we're into the storytelling of TNA. And I like that we're getting there. Yeah. No Surrender is going to be so good. I cannot wait to cover that for you guys. Like that. Looking forward to that one. We're backstage with the system. Alex Shelley approaches them. Challenges moves for No Surrender for the TNA World Championship in a rematch. They're like, yeah, sure, no problem. By the way, the system works differently, even though there's four on one. So uh, trust the system. And later on, the system beats up Kushida because that's how you trust the system. These guys are the worst. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are the worst. I am enjoying it because, again, these are unlikable people doing unlikable things, just being jerks. And you don't have to like them, and you probably wouldn't. It just works. Like it, the, the, I mean it with the utmost respect. These guys are a bunch of big jabronis hanging out together, being the absolute worst. And this, this is the best faction since I've been watching Eddie Edwards has been a part of. Holy crap, this is great. This is great. Speaking of great, it's your favorite promo, Ash by Elegance. I want to give peace a chance so bad, Joel. She is a diamond, infinitely enrapturing. Her facets flawless, pure, and iridescent. Endless dimensions. Wait a minute. They're just replaying the first promo. They just replayed the first promo. What happened? Why couldn't they get three in the can? What happened? I got to tell you, I have no notes of this. I I want to give peace a chance, but I don't want to listen to the rumors of Emelina repackaged. I want to say this is going to be different. I have to see the in-ring promo because these video packages, the first one, okay. The second one, was, uh, I, I, for me, personally, is not for me. But I am I will give peace a chance until it's in-ring. That's all I can say. Because right now, if I have to see one more of these, it's, oh, brother, this guy stinks. Well, she's coming, so don't worry. You'll see the in-ring soon enough. Is she coming like, oh, boy, was coming to WV? <laughs> you want to try that again? I'm sorry. My brain said no. Is she coming the way Veer is? Because Veer was coming for like nine years. And then I want her here. It's like next week. I, I can't. I don't, I don't know oh. if I can take another perfume ad. So was Emelina. But here we are. Anyway, we'll see what happens. She'll be here soon enough. Uh, Dollar's backstage with Rich Swan approaches him and says, hey, listen, you lost. Because no one's got your back. And Swan's like, nah, I'm still not interested. And then he's like, what about Ry- Rhino wants my services? And Rhino just flat out tells Dollar to F off. <laughs> that was great. It's like, that's why nobody likes Rhinos and they're going ex- extinct. <laughs> and Swan, Swan's like, yeah, nobody messes with Dollar and TNA right now. Like, nobody wants Dollar. <laughs> I love it. He's just the unlikable, nobody likes you guy. I mean, sometimes you can use real life things and play it up. Because while this, I'm assuming they're playing off the Twitter beef he's had with people. He's never really had Twitter beef with people from Impact. So it makes sense that you could do like a funny tongue in cheek if you know, you know. Or maybe it's just like, well, you flopped coming off the the thing. So I get it. I think it's funny. And it could either go one of two ways. He could either be a monster or have to rebuild himself and not be an unlikable jerk. I like him as an unlikable jerk. I do too. It's kind of funny, but I want to see more music battles between him and Joseph Henry. <laughs> you want to talk about music battles? We challenge Jeremy Lambert challenged Dollar to a, to a, to, to bars. He wanted, he wanted to do. He wanted to battle rap this guy. 
Jeremy Lambert. Jeremy Lambert, my co-host on In the Weeds over on Fightful Overbooked every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern until noon. He laid down the gauntlet. We sent it. We tagged Dalla, and he's like, send the contract. Baby, we sent the contract, and Dalla's ducking us. If you thought I had problems with Macklin, what about to have problems with Dalla? In my mind, us. I'm trying to imagine Jeremy Lambert rap, rap it. All I can think of is <laughs> there's a TikToker who does impersonations of Eminem, and I'm like, that's got to be Jeremy Lambert now. Nice. He's like, <laughs> every, every white rapper is, is Eminem. That's not true. There's Macklemore. <laughs> All that's I can think of is like, like Jeremy Lambert's like, I've been mowing the lawn so long, the lawn, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh yo, I gotta that's gonna put butts in seats. I gotta this is <laughs> this is better than Sean Ross Sappers and Sean McKenzie. That's <laughs> great. I got I, I can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> anyway, we got Dollar Duck and Jeremy. I my my issues with Macklin have have I wouldn't say they're all gone, but I mean listen, we talked it through. That interview's gonna drop before no surrender. I'm just saying. Maybe we're going to start beefing with Dala instead because he's ducking us, okay? He is the cheese it chip. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Someone's saying that they asked Reg on Ask Rhapsody if they can come in and teach Jeremy how to rap. Supposedly, Jeremy's got bars, okay? That's what Jeremy says. But uh, I'm sure Reg could probably lend a pretty good hand. <laughs> uh, ask Rhapsody every, every couple of weeks over on FightfulSelect.com. Best five bucks in the business, let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Grace, speaking of which, Jordan Grace was in the Royal Rumble. We have all the details on how that came together over on FightfulSelect.com, along with notes from the interview that we had with her that's up on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Uh, Jordan looked great at the Rumble. Let's talk about that real quick because we haven't spoken since the Royal Rumble. Jordan Grace made an appearance as TNA Knockouts World Champion. Her family was there. TNA Socials put up a full extended six and a half minute video of this particular package. What do you think of uh, of the package and just your general feeling seeing Jordan Grace in the Royal Rumble this year? So I had to cover Collision, so I was watching Collision, but I have three monitors. Definitely. I'm kidding. Collision was fine. Definitely saw Jordan Grace um, at the Rumble. Love, love that for her. Love that for Trinity. I think that if we are going to work with TNA, Jordan Grace is a great representation, and that stare down between her and Rhea Ripley, amazing. There are so many matches now that I'm like her, Ivy Nile, um, Jade Cargo. Get this is this is the piece I want to give a chance. I like the idea of them working together, and I said this on another show, and I'll say it again. If there is a third viable option for wrestlers to go and work, I love it. I love healthy competition. So if she can show up. <clears throat> on the Royal Rumble, and then you get someone who may be a little underutilized, like, um, I'm trying to think who not, Indy Hartwell, maybe have her in a women's ultimate X match. It it could change your life. Look what it did for Naomi, you know? I don't know how far this TNA WWE partnership will go. Mm -hmm. You look at Charlie Dempsey going over to, to All Japan Pro Wrestling back in January, and that was neat. But, like, it's kind of a uh, coming down to TNA. It's not a coming over to TNA. Yeah. NXT stars would make the most sense. Someone mentioned Ivy Nile. That I mean, Ivy, that's been the one that Sean's been harping. 
Uh, Natty is a great call. She wants it, of course. Natty will work anybody anywhere, anytime. That's just that's Natty's way, and that's great because she's, you know, she's, she's a heart. Yeah, she's been around forever, and she trains mm. everyone you can think of. Uh, if you've seen them, they've been at the dungeon. So yeah, Natty's there, but no one would expect like it wouldn't be a Bianca Belair. It wouldn't be uh, Trinity. Wouldn't go back to TNA to do a run because we've already seen that run and it was fantastic. Mm. We don't need to you know reestablish what we already know. It would have to be someone from NXT. Indy Hartwell's not a bad idea. Um, but yeah, you picked the right person. Lorraine. Candace is someone, I she's been around the business a long time too. It would have to be someone who's newer, someone who's fresher, and someone that they want to get a few more reps out of as they build them. So someone said, hey, Tamina's a good one. Uh, someone said, Gigi Dolan doesn't need to do it either. I mean, Jacarva Jackson, maybe Lash Legend. There you go. Those are two women who are who are fresher on NXT. Those are the people I'm talking about. Ren, yeah. you know, Ren Seclair, the former Maddie Rinkowski, she's someone that they would send over and get some reps out of. Uh, Ariana Grace uh, would make a lot of sense, especially because she is Santino's daughter. So that's Ava something. Rain wouldn't be too terrible. I know that's someone they'd probably try to keep like a Charlotte, like, no, that's that's our baby. But an Ava Rain over in TNA would put eyes on the product. I don't think so. I don't think they're working so much in the ring with Ava these days. They've got her as a they've got her in an on-screen role. But either way, the I'm point is I'm watch NXT. I'm just throwing out names wow. there. I'm a yeah. fraud, baby. I'm a wrestling fan that never watches the show. I don't even know what we're covering tonight. Who knows? Point is Jordan made uh, a a sizable uh, impact. I can't believe I had to use that. Uh no pun intended in the Royal Rumble. She did a good job. She didn't eliminate anyone, but she had a memorable uh mm. el- el- elimination. She was eliminated by Bianca Belair. It looked good. Uh, do you bring her back again? Of course. I think this is more an opportunity for WWE to see someone like Jordan Grace who has a year left on her current TNA deal and be like, we'll sign her next year. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. I like that. I do like that because, again, this in my heart, seeing Jordan Grace is such a muscle mommy. To see her against Rhea Ripley, you at first you were like, well, that's a high difference. No. I've seen her juggernaut bomb people twice her side. That woman is a beast. And her versus Ivy, I want to see her versus Big E. <laughs> sure, go for it. Uh, Will Chisholm saying I can see them doing Roxanne, and that's fine. You can do Roxy. But again, they have eyes on Roxanne as main roster talent imminently. Mm-hmm. Whoever they send is got like Lola Vice is someone they would send because Lola is still new. Lola is still, you know, getting her reps in. If these are people who are on the cusp of a call-up, they're probably not looking as cleanly, in my opinion, to bring them to TNA. I might even say the only people I could see doing something like classic-y would be an AJ Styles. And that would have to be for like a Osprey Alexander no, type no, no. situation. No, no, you got to do the King of the Mountain match with AJ Styles and it. Frankie Kazarian getting the victory. You listen, I, I've said this before. You y'all, I no matter how many seance circles y'all do, AJ Styles ain't never coming back. <laughs> anyway, get your super chats in. We're heading down the home stretch. No surrenders coming around the corner in three weeks. World title match, Moose versus Alex Shelley and the TNA Knockouts World Championship. They announced it's Giselle Shaw versus Jordan Grace. I'm guessing that this is not Giselle cashing in her ultimate X chip because her photo in the the promo like the promo photo she still has the ultimate xx that's now that she says that at that i think maybe 
Don't let the cat eat the wires. Yeah, that's that's exactly what is. Hey, that's exactly <laughs> what's happening. Bully Ray is hungry, and she's being a bully. Oh, um, you gotta take care of that bully. Listen, we at the home stretch. She could wait. She she's got a lot of fat in her. She'll survive. Um, no, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate. it. I totally lost my train of thought because this cat is being a terrorist. I'm so sorry. Giselle Shaw not catching in the Ultimate X, judging by the photo on the site. Oh, I mean, I think next week we'll probably get an explanation if she is or she isn't because it doesn't make sense for her to challenge and then still have that. Or I don't know. Like they, I think next week we'll get an explanation. Hopefully. Well, next week they are going to air Trinity's final match in TNA. She's going to tag tag up with uh, the current Knockouts champion Jordan Grace after that Rumble appearance, which happened after they taped this match but it's airing after the appearance so there's going to be a lot of over talk over who's where uh and they're going to take He's a working hundred- both shows if you think about it <laughs> exactly. rick rude over here <laughs> <laughs> anyway they're going to take on giselle shaw and uh who are they taking on the other one uh savannah evans i'm so sorry it's I'm okay it's late one. we're both tired this is just how it is uh best of three match number one Ace of Bays, GYV. GYV gets the win in this fantastic tag team match. I said it on the crossover. If you watch one match from this week's TNA Impact, this is the one. The main event, it was so solid and so good. And it was just heels being heels to get a victory. GYV working overtime on that heel tactic to get the win. Uh We'll we'll go through the beat by beat, but give me your thoughts on the match. GYV takes match number one. You win the tag team. Sorry, the winners of the best of three come out as the tag champions. You can pretty much assume it's going to be three matches, and the third match is going to be a no surrender for the tag titles. Uh, but after the first match, what do you think? Honestly, the chemistry between these two teams, 10 out of 10. If ABC is going to lose to anybody, I'm not mad if they lose to GYV. I'm like these. I, I don't like to compare people too, too much because I know everyone's their own person, but I mean this with the utmost respect. They remind me of shades of FTR. Like they're, they're really good. They're stiff. They're like, and they talk so much. Like I would hate to have to wrestle these guys every five minutes. Look at that. You like that? I'll beat you up. Like, yo, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> they're really, really good. And like I said, the chemistry between these guys these four gentlemen are um, <clears throat> is really good as well. If ABC has to lose to anyone, I could see it being GYV. Like their finisher, the grit your teeth, the double knees, disgusting. And that was the right time to pull out that accent too. Yeah, it must have been what is. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of t- a lot of of shit talking from GYV, which I appreciate. The double assisted backbreaker on the outside to Chris Bay looked good. It looked gnarly. Just some good solid tag team wrestling. Drake and Gibson are cutting off the ring. They're stopping Austin from tagging in. It's a more technical approach for match number one, which I appreciate. The hot tag to Ace Austin got everyone through and excited. Uh, Bay tagging Austin, Gibson holding Austin outside long enough so that any double team from Ace of Bays gets completely negated. And then GYV get in and they do their double team heel offense instead. That's just solid heel work. I love that stuff. And then Drake, the finish, uh, James Drake wrapping that grizzled young veteran scarf around Ace Austin's throat while the referee's distracted, checking on Gibson, takes him down. GYV hits grit your teeth and they win match number one. Just good solid 
tag team wrestling. This could go one of two ways. Let's say in a in a mad world, GYV blows through these guys, two zero. You know, and then there's a week before then and no surrender. You could be like, hey, listen, these guys cheated, so technically we didn't even lose that. I want my rematch at no surrender. Don't think they'll do that, but that's also an option. The cheating at the end, much like how I felt with FTR in WWE. You don't got to do that, but it makes sense. So I don't mind a little cheating if it makes sense. You guys could win, but until you say that I'm not I'm not allowed to cheat, you know what I mean? I, you say it, but like it's a suggestion. <laughs> Given that they've already taped everything going into No Surrender, I don't think that you're going to see what you think you're seeing. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it is an option because I'm yeah. always going to react to like impact as like, it's my first time seeing it. Yeah, I know it's taped. I don't care, y'all. I I'm a Mark ass. My, my middle name is Cresta Mark Ann Star. Come on. <laughs> great, great middle name there. That's, I, it's whatever you want. I'm also 9,000 years old. It's the internet. That's true. Look at those glasses. I mean, I can see it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Didn't you used to wear a beard on these shows? I mean. No, no, no. We're out of time. <laughs> One thing about me, Chad, not Chad, I'm sorry. I'm tired. That's my roommate. One thing about me, Joel, is I always got clowns. I got yuck yucks. So this is why we stopped wearing it, too, because it just. It just That's just sad. <laughs> that is just sad. <laughs> Everyone sad. in AEW has mustaches, and yours is just not working for anyone. Yeah, I mean, like, Hangman's mustache. I, I can't be I can't be seen out here with my mustache right now. <laughs> Matthew and Nicholas Jack, I cannot be seen with my mustache out sorry. here in these no, you just can't do it. Anyway, that's going to do it. That's TNA for February 1st, 2024. No surrenders in three weeks. We will be here. We will have a post show. And of course, we're here every single Thursday after the ROH post show to talk about TNA wrestling. We do it concise. We do it compact. We do it in a way that hopefully entertains you. Leave a comment down below. Would you? Crest the Star, what you got going on? Ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. I'll be live this Saturday here again over on Fightful. Myself, Iridian, and Rick are going to go over everything that is collision-based for AEW. Also on Wednesdays, you can find me over on TikTok and Twitch at Cresta Star, where we watch AEW Dynamite together. It's the only day of the week because my muggle job has me in the PCO salt and I'm on the floor being held down by various wrestlers. Joel, where can they find you? Not hard to find. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L, in the weeds every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over on Fightful Overbooked. That's YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. We're over 15,000 subscribers now. Thank you for that. We're, we're going to have, if you're listening live or if you're just watching before, whatever, Friday's show. We're going to start off with MLW's Davey Boy Smith Jr. Plenty to ask him there. Our Good buddy, good buddy Cameron Hawkins is going to join us a little bit later. Going to talk about a lot of Royal Rumble fallout, a lot of press presser conversations, and of course it's Black History Month, so we're going to talk to Cam about that because I'm sure he's working on some stuff. And uh, who else is going to? Andrew Zarian usually shows up, and I, I feel like Zarian should probably come and talk to us about some news he dropped along with us on Fightful Select, the best five bucks in the business go and join us there until then ladies and gentlemen friends beyond the binary leave a thumbs up on the way out join us here on youtube.com slash fightful and we'll see you in the next one cheers bye bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in maryland turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code old line 150 then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.